Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, sometimes people have to sell a rental home. What are some of the things they should be prepared to do if that's the case? It's kind of challenging when you're selling a rental home because a lot of people don't want to lose the income that they're getting from the house, assuming their tenant's paying rent. And then it kind of creates a dilemma where they've got a tenant in the house. The tenant may not keep it tidy. The tenant may not be motivated to have to move if, if in fact, you're selling to an owner-occupant. And if you're not, like if you're selling the house as rented, that creates another problem because if you have a long-term lease in place, when you sell a rental house, the house has to be sold with the tenants. It's a whole package because they have a contract, a contractual agreement with the owner that they have a right to that property until their lease ends. But let's say their lease has ended and now they're just on a month-to-month contract. What I find a lot when I'm talking to people selling rental homes is that they tend to not raise the rent to market value, especially if the tenant's paying and they've been pretty good. They'll keep the rent low. And then all of a sudden time flies by. Like I met with one last week where he was only charging like $1,250 a month for a single family home, a ranch with a full basement. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you could get a lot more for that, probably 1600 He goes, yeah, I know. And now, you know, the tenant's not really cooperating with the idea of moving because guess what? It's hard to find any place like that in that price range. So it just creates issues if, you, if you're not consistent with keeping the rent at market value. But if, you, if, if they're not in a lease, you can ask them to move actually in as little as 10 days. I think it's more courteous to give them 30 days. Typically, it takes more than 30 days to sell a house anyway, a little bit more. But also, if your tenant is not paying, there's all kinds of state help available for both landlords and tenants. There's about $20 million still available out there. So if you have that issue, do some research. Look on some of the state websites on this topic because sometimes you can, you can at least get some of your money back because the tenant did not pay rent. So the top questions that I typically get from people that are selling a rental home is that it it really depends on whether or not they're getting tenant cooperation as to whether or not they're going to leave the tenant in the home. The question I would ask is, how does the home show? If you think about it, you're selling a rental home. The tenant doesn't want to move. Richard, do you think they're going to pick up their house and make it look good for a prospective buyer? I don't think so at all. I think quite the opposite. Right. It's quite the opposite. So tenant motivation is a big deal. So that's something you need to evaluate. I've I've worked with some people that had amazing tenants that they look like a beautiful custom home. You know, so it just, I've had all ends of the spectrum. Typically they're ending up having to ask the tenants to move to sell it. Or if they have a multi-unit property, at least have one unit empty and the other one can be rented when they sell it. Because condition issues are definitely more likely with an occupied property, especially if the tenant's not interested in moving. Nobody seems to be really interested in moving. And chances are they're going to have to pay 
more on their next destination. Yes. So when, when you're evaluating your own rental property as the owner, you can go inspect it and be looking for these things. Does Is there odor in the carpet? Do they have pet smells? Does it look neat and tidy? Can the new buyer move in right away? Really, to get top dollar, it has to be in good condition overall. Like I said, the exceptions are the multifamily properties, meaning a duplex or a fourplex or something like that. Uh, in that case, it may not help you to get rid of all the tenants because the tenant represents income. So let's say you have a duplex and you have one side rented out, but you live in the other side and you want to sell it and move out. I That would be a good investment for a buyer that wants to occupy the side that you're in and have the other side rented out because that creates income that offsets the cost of their house payment. And you can actually get, if, if you have VA eligibility, you can buy multifamily properties with your VA and you'll get credit for the rental income that exists. Um, so you want to evaluate also, what does it cost to remodel a home? Most buyers really don't want to spend money remodeling homes so you should kind of budget for that and plan for that when you plan to sell. And I recently found out from a great property manager that I know here in town, his name's Scott Baum, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing his name, but he really knows the stuff and in that arena. I don't do property management. I usually prefer it all to him. But he told me about it. You can buy an insurance policy that will protect your asset from the tenant trashing the place. It's called SureVest, I believe. You can look it up. And basically, it's, you could probably buy insurance for anything. But what's nice about that is it's not very expensive. It's about the cost of a, a typical home warranty. But it covers you against the tenant, you know, trashing the carpet. Because if they do that, they trash the carpet, they, you know, knock holes in doors or walls or something like that, pet odor, you're going to spend at least three, maybe $4,000 fixing up that home. And guess what? The only money you can get from the tenant, unless you sue them, is the security deposit, which is probably less than that. I know this from personal experience. And then even if you do go after and sue them, you might get a judgment, but they probably don't have any money. So it's not, it's just, it's a bad situation. And that's probably the landlord's biggest, biggest fears in most cases. The most popular things that buyers want on a rental home are move-in ready, fresh flooring, updated appliances, or at least in good condition. And some appliances, if you get brand new ones, can be as little as 3000 for the whole package. Or you can go to those used stores. There's a couple of used appliance stores in town and get some really decent used appliances for far less than that. Also, new Formica counters, you can get those for $2,000. I was able to put granite in a couple of properties this summer for $2,500 each, which I thought was a deal. Here's some examples of why countertops really make a difference. So this was not a marketing picture, just so you know, Richard. This was normal life, kids and dogs, magnets on the refrigerator. We're looking at a kitchen picture right now. Lots of stuff on the kitchen. It's got a mismatch of appliances, lots of stuff on the counter. So what they did was they took our staging tips. All they did in this kitchen really was replace the Formica counters and look at the difference. So it makes a big difference on just these little things that you can do. It could be as simple in bathrooms as updating light fixtures, updating plumbing fixtures, 
And make sure you check the tub and surround sound. If the, if the grout's looking really tired, it can be refreshed easily without remodeling. Some of the things that I've been doing in one of my rentals, I've got a company here called Get a Grip, free plug for them. What they do is they spray this coating inside the shower. It's just a clear, shiny white. It looks amazing. It looks brand new without having to redo the whole shower. Check your mechanical systems. You can buy a home warranty that will protect those if they're older. If you have to replace a water heater or a furnace, they can be expensive. Water heaters are about $1,500. A furnace could be $4,500. Make sure when you present the home that it's clean, it's repaired, and the tenants are not distracting the people looking at the house, like barking dogs or whatever. And then, of course, Pricing the home is absolutely critical. It doesn't mean that you have to underprice the home, but I always recommend that you price the home realistically versus optimistically because if you add to your price for a negotiating room, chances of you getting that money are very, very slim. And then it sits on the market and the buyers wonder what's wrong with the house. The buyers are tending to come in strong with their offers right now because it is a hot market. So if you're overpriced, they won't even make an offer because they're afraid of getting outbid. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you are thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Now, Barb, what are some other things that people should consider when they're selling an inherited home? Yeah, inherited home or rental home, they're all kind of, even your own home, it's the same thing. But typically... Uh, a tenant will clear out their stuff, but it seems like there's always a thing or two to get taken care of in the process. Landscaping and curb appeal is hugely important. So make sure that you get that right. It's hard this time of year because we're going into the winter, but it's okay. Just go ahead and re-mulch the mulch beds. We still have enough warm days that you could paint the front door, replace that broken doorbell. Just look at, make it look neat and tidy and fresh. And of course, flooring and bathrooms and kitchens, you'll always get a big bang for your buck for doing those three things. Some other things that you want to consider, of course, is make sure that you take quality pictures of the home. We have tech people that can take a picture of a home with a bunch of stuff and remove everything out of the room. So we could present the home that way instead of what I'm showing right now, which is what a lot of agents do. They don't care about how the home is presented to the market. And they, you've seen those pictures online of these homes that have all this clutter in them. They look terrible. Even though the buyer is not buying the stuff, right? They're buying the walls. So when they see a cluttered home, a bunch of junk, it, it just makes, it turns them off. They just move on to the next property. So you want to make sure that your home does not get eliminated based on the online pictures. So if you'd like to get an idea on what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale, how to make the house look good so you can get top dollar. And then what we help our people do is get ready for sale. We also give them an idea what their home will sell for, how much they'll put in their pocket when it sells. Give us a call. Uh, we don't have to meet at the house. If you don't want to disturb the tenants, that's fine. Uh, you could call us at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N. 
K-E-R, of your home sold guaranteed realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit Barb Has the Buyers. This topic fits with the next segment. When we come back, we will be discussing what makes some homes fly off the shelf and others not, as well as some hot new listings. 